The discovery was a bottle, and guess what was inside the bottle? <laughs> That's right, uh-huh. a message inside the bottle written in 1926. Wow. Jennifer Dowker joins us here on the program. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. I get goosebumps just telling that kind of thing. What was what it like when you, when you picked up that bottle? Tell us how you found it and, 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 and how you felt when you looked inside and saw a piece of paper with writing on it. <laughs> so it was absolutely amazing, of course. Um, I was just cruising around down at the bottom of the river after I washed the windows on my boat looking for something unique to show a potential dive client. And I came across that little green bottle uh, atop a fish bed. And I thought, oh, that's a cute bottle. I picked it up, and I looked at it a little more closely, and I could see paper inside. I was like, oh, cool. This is great. <laughs> so, so I swam right back to the boat and climbed the ladder and had my first mate snap a shot of the picture so I could send it to my friends. And, um, yeah, after that. And it was, it was, just, li- it was just lying on the, on the bottom of the lake? Yeah, on the bottom of the river, yeah. Bottom of the river. That's it. Yeah. It exactly. wasn't attached to anything. It wasn't in a box. It was it was just loose. Nope, it was just loose. And and honestly, I uh, dove that river several times. And the last time I washed the windows, in fact, I found a double-headed axe blade down there. Oh, okay. That's a whole <laughs> other story. We don't want to get into. Yeah, yeah I know. I that one may not be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we don't want to know the history of that one. But so you so you got this bottle. What color is the bottle? Describe it for us. It's a green bottle, um, a Moon's Emerald Oil bottle. My son actually looked it up and, wow. and said it was worth like 25 bucks. I'm like, oh, no, honey, it's worth more than that to yeah. us. Right well, just now. the bottle itself. And so you see this message inside the bottle, and, and could you actually read something from the outside? How, and is it a delicate process to get the note out without destroying it? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of amazing. Actually, it was really nothing short of a miracle because the cork was deteriorating deteriorated such that it had allowed like the bottle to fill with about two-thirds full of water right and so the old paper you know i didn't know it was old at that point i just knew it was wet paper so obviously wet paper is going to be pretty fragile and so we thought about smashing the bottle to get the paper out intact and just before we did that i said you know because the paper was folded in half and then rolled so it was pretty thick at the top there so i went into the marina and found a little pick and I was able to spiral it down in and kind of wiggle it out of the neck of the bottle a little bit. And it was still and intact, so, Jennifer? It was all? I mean, yeah. It, I can't yeah, believe it. Yeah, the that. hole that, everybody's seen the pictures, I'm sure. And the hole that you see in the paper was actually what was put in it when I had to put the pick in it to wiggle right. the paper oh, So you're, the, the, you're the only person who destroyed it. Uh, yeah, uh, nearly 100 years of, of, of water didn't have any effect on it. But in, in two seconds, you put a <laughs> hole in the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so the note, I'm sure everybody was listening to. So what did it say? Yes. What did it say? And I would love to tell you that it said the the treasure is hidden <laughs> underneath the you know Ford Field or something like that. No such luck. But no. it didn't. It said it, you might already. It be said a curiously, and I'm just going to read this because I don't assume you have it in front of you unless you memorize it. But it said. Will the person who finds this bottle return this paper to George Morrow, Sheboygan, Michigan, and tell where it was found? Wow. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yep, yep. Yeah. No treasure to be found, but except it was really a treasure because uh, Morrow is, a, in my opinion, a common Sheboygan name, and I had actually gone to high school with Morrow, so immediately almost 
like within 20 minutes of finding it and opening the letter, we posted a picture on my um, company website, just think, or on, I'm sorry, my company Facebook page, um, thinking someone locally would pick it up pretty quickly and say, oh, yeah, that's Grandpa George or, you know, whatever. Right. And, yeah, I kind of forgot about it that night. And the next morning when I woke up to go uh, drive for a scuba charter, I looked at my phone and I was just flabbergasted. I was like, what just happened here? <laughs> Yeah, you had a ton of, uh, of 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 retweets and comments and things like that, and everybody eventually. Uh, it didn't take very long to find who was it—the granddaughter uh, or the daughter of of George. No, Morrow? it's the daughter, and the it's daughter. a really cool story. Yeah, she, she said her father would is was very sentimental, and mm. would put bottles um, into the water all over where they went, and also put papers in the walls when they remodeled. And stuff like that. So, and she has a diary of his that she kept, and the handwriting was um, identical. So, we were all really excited. She called me actually on my way um, home from visiting my father on Father's Day, and it was just really cool. She was emotional. It was just, it's really neat to make that connection. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, and at Father's Day, and to get a note from your father from now, how long ago had he died? He he passed away in 1995. So she figures that he put that water in, or that bottle in the water um, on his 18th birthday because his birthday was November 15th. So ah okay, so that was just a little thing that and he was probably like a lot of you know young people back then. Hey, let's see how far this thing goes. And the fact that he wrote. Return this bottle to George Morrow, Sheboygan, Michigan. No address. You know, back in 1926, that's all you had to say was just your name in the town and somebody would find you. You know, now it's like uh, at, uh, you know, George Morrow, uh, 147 at gmail.com. Seven digit email address. But the fact that he just assumed somebody would bring it back to Sheboygan, Michigan and find him, you know? Exactly. Well, Sheboygan, Michigan's not that big still today, so I'm not yeah, sure I guess it was even smaller either, back but... then. <laughs> yeah, oh, what yeah. a wonderful That's thing! Right. Have you discovered other things like this in your in your work? Actually, yeah. My uh, 13-year-old son. We did a beach cleanup on the city beach here in Sheboygan. Oh, it's been about five years uh, via kayak and just cleaning up the shoreline over there. And he found a, a message in a bottle too, but it was like dated from three months earlier or something like oh. that so, it make it <laughs> so he far. threw it back know, less exciting yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. you got to throw those back and let them age for at least a good 50 years <laughs> yeah give or take yeah. <laughs> or 95 whatever <laughs> so is this is this what you basically do with your with your nautical north family adventures do you do, you do some uh shipwrecks or boat wrecks or things like that so yeah so we take that glass bottom boat out um several times every single day for about an hour and a half long tour and we go over three shallow water shipwrecks and see all kinds of stuff it's really beautiful here in sheboygan and um we also run a scuba charter over the deeper wrecks in mackinac city so wow what a beautiful thing very interesting well maybe we can (laughs) send you some business uh uh, the nautical north family adventures is the name of uh, jennifer's company it's up there in Sheboygan, and I'd like to, to take a trip like that. That'd be cool, going to Glass Bottom. Oh, yeah. Down. That's the best way to see stuff. You don't have to get out of the boat. You don't have to put on a tank. Just look down. Just, just look down. Yeah, look down at your feet. And, oh, that's cool. Okay, great. Let's in go home. In my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, it's the best way to see northern Michigan. Yeah, I think so. Well, your humble opinion counts. So uh, thanks for giving us a, a nice little story there. And I understand that uh, after all that, um, George's daughter, 
said that she wanted you to keep the bottle and the note, and you're going to frame it and uh, and put it on display, I guess, up in your company? That's absolutely true. And she's also sending us a picture of her father in that era. So via snail mail. But we'll have it all in a shadow box right there at the shop. So anyone who wants to stop in can come and see it. But oh, wow. it's pretty amazing. Like, it's just been a, such a beautiful find. I just I was the person that was excited about it, and I knew um, the guys with me would be excited about it because we're all scuba divers. I had never dreamed in a million years the rest of the world would be that excited about it, too. So yeah. well, it's been a big blessing here. Thanks for bringing it to our attention. Maybe we'll get up there this summer and take a tour with you on your boat. That would be nice. Please do. Please do. It would be great to meet you in person. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for coming on with us. Yep, thank you. Jennifer Dowker there, who runs the Nautical North Family Adventures. Just what? Uh, five years shy of a hundred year yeah, old yeah. note in a bottle. You know what, Mitch? Ninety-five year old note in a bottle. Uh, there was a P.S. on that message. Jennifer didn't bring it up, but the P.S. says, "I love listening to Kevin O'Neill." <laughs> <laughs> He's been on for years. Seven sixty WJR.